Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, June 10th. I'm Jonathan All, in for Wayne Pratt. A new production of King Lear in Forest Park features a predominantly black cast and an Afrocentric setting that puts the play in a new light. If we do our job right, I would love for people to say, damn, I never thought of it like that. I had no idea that the themes might resonate in a different way. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports on an interpretation of Shakespeare that invites audiences who may have felt locked out in the past. A federal appeals court in St. Louis has blocked a Missouri law banning abortions at eight weeks by upholding a lower court's decision. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports abortion rights advocates hail the ruling as a victory but expect additional court battles. The law passed by Missouri legislators in 2019 also placed a ban on aborting fetuses based on a diagnosis of Down syndrome. Planned Parenthood sued the state and Republican Governor Mike Parson, claiming the law was unconstitutional. The 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals on Wednesday upheld a federal judge's decision that blocked the law from going into effect. Yamelsi Rodriguez is president and CEO of Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region in southwest Missouri. She says her organization is continually on guard. Unfortunately, our rights often come down to one court decision at a time. So for now, we celebrate our continued ability to provide safe legal abortion at the last remaining clinic in Missouri. The U.S. Supreme Court is expected to hear a case challenging a similar law in Mississippi later this year. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt says a constitutional amendment expanding Medicaid is effectively null and void because lawmakers didn't appropriate money. A lawsuit pending in Cole County Court contends the state must let people who make up to around $17,800 a year sign up for the health care program. But Schmidt's office wrote earlier this month that since lawmakers refused to fund Medicaid expansion, the state lacks authority to open the program to roughly 275,000 people. That mirrors arguments from Republican lawmakers like House Budget Chairman Cody Smith. Going back to why the House uh, started down this road of not funding Medicaid expansion, we chose to to, uh, prioritize the most vulnerable in uh, society in Missouri that do rely on Medicaid benefits, those folks that aren't able to work. The Cole County case is slated to get a hearing later this month. The city of St. Louis is struggling to hire 911 dispatchers after lifting a pandemic-related hiring freeze last month. St. Louis Public Radio's Kayla Drake reports. St. Louis emergency dispatchers answer more than 1,000 911 calls on a typical day. A majority of people calling are in crisis. Most need help from police or fire departments. But some St. Louis residents have been put on hold. Interim Public Safety Director Dan Isom says the city needs around 25 more dispatchers. Although the majority of calls are taken, if there is a substantial influx of calls, then certainly the number of dispatchers on duty at any given time will make a difference. Isom says if you call 911 and are put on hold, stay there. Don't hang up and call again because you'll drop to the end of the queue. I'm Kayla Drake, St. Louis Public Radio. The director of the Missouri Department of Natural Resources has died. Governor Mike Parson announced that Carol Comer passed away yesterday. Comer led a department responsible for overseeing Missouri state park systems as well as a slew of environmental departments. 
Comer was brought in to lead DNR in 2017 by then-Governor Eric Greitens. She stayed on as director once Parson took office in 2018 and oversaw the Department of Energy being put under DNR oversight. Parson said in a statement that Comer was, quote, a dedicated public servant who loved the state, its people, and the great outdoors. St. Louis Shakespeare Festival is performing a version of King Lear that looks and sounds different from anything the company has presented in Forest Park before. Director Carl Cofield set the story in Northern Africa about 30 years in the future. The director, actors, and three of the Ford lead designers are artists of color. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports, the production comes at a time when critics are questioning how well Shakespeare will fit into the diverse vision of American theater many say is overdue. King Lear is a story about a British monarch who loses his kingdom and his mind. One of its most famous scenes features the king wandering outdoors, raging at a storm, basically telling it to go ahead and do its worst. That's Tony Award winner Andre de Shields playing Lear. The scene is familiar. The Afrofuturist setting is not. That includes the work of composer David Molina, who was inspired by the electronic music of East Africa. Director Kyle Cofield says his production suggests new interpretations of the material, like when a French nobleman seeks to marry Lear's daughter, but only if she keeps her big inheritance. Cofield likens the scenario to European colonial powers exploiting the natural resources of Africa. If we do our job right, I would love for people to say, damn, I never thought of it like that. I had no idea that the meanings could shift and the, the themes might resonate in a different way. This production is meant to be a way into the world of Shakespeare for audiences of color who have long felt excluded. Years ago, when a conservatory teacher told him it was time to perform some Shakespeare, Cofield wasn't interested. And my exact words to him were, I'm not going to mess with Shakespeare because Shakespeare has never messed with me. That's the director at a recent panel discussion about Shakespeare and race hosted by Missouri History Museum. There is a truism among white Shakespeare scholars that his work is universal, that Shakespeare is for everybody. Yet, Cofield's experience is not uncommon. Theater makers over the past year have criticized the overwhelming whiteness of the American theater canon, and no one's more canonical than Shakespeare. Many have asked whether the popularity of the Bard actually holds back actors and playwrights of color. There is still the sort of pervasive understanding of Shakespeare as implicitly white. That's Patricia Akimi, a professor of English at Rutgers University who has written about Shakespeare and race. That is, unless someone is explicitly named as different, that everyone and everything in the plays are white. And that still is alienating. It certainly was for me. She says the London of Shakespeare's day was actually a multicultural place. So why aren't Afrocentric Shakespeare productions more common? Tom Ridgely, St. Louis Shakespeare Festival's producing artistic director, names a leading culprit. The culture of white supremacy in the American theater. When you look at how Shakespeare has been performed in the United States, Ridgely says... It's, it's been filtered through a white lens. White directors, white actors, white producers, you know, white theater companies, white audiences. So, you know, certainly the Shakespeare Festival, especially a Shakespeare Festival in St. Louis that, that wants to be for, for all of St. Louis, uh, has got to make sure that, that folks can look up on the stage and see themselves. He admits that hasn't always been the case. 
Yet this production features a predominantly black cast portraying African nobles within Shakespeare's world, using Shakespeare's words. Jacqueline Thompson plays Lear's daughter, Regan. I am a black woman saying these words and this language and there's a cadence and an energy and a style that I bring into any space when I perform and it was very important to me to honor that. On opening night, as a plane passes by overhead, Thompson's character urges her father, King Lear, to make amends with her sister, though they're both secretly scheming against him. I cannot think my sister in the least would fail her obligations. My conscience on her. Oh, sir, you are old. <laughs> you should be ruled and led by some discretion that discerns your state better than you yourself. Therefore, I pray you... This production is unusual, but Carl Cofield, the director, says he's simply following a convention among Shakespeare directors, that you can put the story anywhere as long as you're rooted in the text. It might sound different because you're not used to seeing an actor of color be a Hamlet, be a King Lear, be a Falstaff. But if you stay with it and use your imagination, you might have a richer experience. It might be a different experience, but it's a, an experience that I hope will make you think about the work in a new way. Cofield says Shakespeare asks the big questions about life, questions that everyone should have a chance to try to answer. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. David Cazares edited that report. One more thing before we go, St. Louis Public Radio is looking into racially restrictive covenants and deeds in the St. Louis region. In the early mid to 1900s, white homeowners and realtors commonly used these tools to keep black people out of certain neighborhoods. If you live in an old home, check your records. They might have clues that could help inform our reporting. Look through your real estate documents for restrictions on who can own it and live there. You can find out more on how to share these documents and your stories with us on our website, stlpr.org slash housing discrimination. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. We are a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. I'm Jonathan All in for Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.